If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week or another month, I should say, of Movie oh. Monthlies. I've already gotten it wrong, Sean. I am joined as always by my best pal, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? Going good, Connor. Good to be talking about, I'm assuming, just weird news or something, as usual <laughs> these days. So, um, a lot of people may not know is that we are still doing a movie uh, based show we have just now decided that instead of doing it weekly whereas we could talk about rumours regarding Face Off 2 we've decided now mm-hmm. that we're going to wait a few weeks and every month we're going to give you a jam-packed show covering all of the stories from the previous four weeks basically all the top stories back to back from the previous few yeah. weeks which is good because we get like big stories we don't miss out on things by a week and then we're a week behind and it's like do we talk about it at all mm. um and it's just it's 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 better quality stories as well you get I, I, I real would say, heavy now, not better quality hosts unfortunately the hosts all. are still worse, the same in fact. <laughs> we've gotten worse with old age gone downhill folks (laughs) so it has actually been four weeks since we talked movies and sean i have found that me and you have talked movies more off mic than we ever did because genuinely the like the 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 passion's coming back a little bit i'm excited about things when i I don't have to milk every little bit of information out of them because I like movies again. I'm back. It was just a phase when I didn't like movies. I, I got out of it. Um, if you also like movies, you can, um, we put up a review for Green Lantern over on our Patreon last week. Hell yeah, um, we did. 
And that was only, actually, it was like two days ago. And so we reviewed Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern from 2011. So that's part of all the movie reviews we do over there. It's for all the patrons. It's $5 a month and you get access to basically all the extra movie reviews. We also did an Oscars talk episode on the Patreon as well. So if you want to hear our thoughts on the Oscars, head on over there. Um, it's like it's just a 15-minute review of all the Irish people losing. And us, I can only assume, mm-hmm. aggressively stating how wrong that was. And you said everything everywhere all at once was shit if I remember correctly no I said it was a really good film quite heartfelt and resonated with me in a lot of ways I uh, don't know where you got the other thing out of <laughs> he's coming strong <laughs> you told me you'd like to do taxes and laundry with me that's what you said I said in another life not this one <laughs> this one you're a shithead <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sure in a different universe you're nice. Um, so, we Sean, we're starting. I meant you saying that to me. I would never say that to you, but don't you worry, right? Thanks, don't, I appreciate it. <laughs> I know you get stressed. <laughs> me? No, couldn't be. Um, so, Sean, there were so many places that I could have started for this month's episode of Movie Monthlies. Um, still not sure of the name. But Monthly we're, Mondays? We're f- That's not better. We're figuring it out. Um, But um, I wanted to start with the news that interested me the most. And that was Gladiator 2, Sean. Oh, yes, of course. (laughs) I shouldn't have sold this as like big hitter news because this is just for us. So, we covered the news a few weeks ago that Mr. Paul Meskel was joining the Gladiator sequel. That's right, Mr. Paul Meskel, normal people himself, Os- sorry, sorry, Oscar nominee Paul Meskel. Oscar um, nominated. It's, yeah. it's, it's, he's from he's from here like he's from where we are and he's just a normal lad and it's pretty cool that he's getting nominated and we find it very funny but he's been nominated for best actor at the Oscars he is now starring in the Gladiator sequel but not only that we were like that's funny that's mad that he got that role fucking hell that's crazy but now Sean not only is Paul starring in it resident patron saint of the pod Barry Keown is also going to be in the movie Sean Indeed what do we do with is. Gladiator 2 now it's just too it's just it's just Ireland just on film now like what's the cause I, like you don't cast those two and have them be best friends in the they're rivals in this movie oh yeah surely do you want to yeah. know the other casting news that came out yeah Denzel Washington is in this movie. <laughs> what is this cast, lads? What's the end goal here? Like, we were like, Gladiator 2, how is that movie even going to work? And now they've decided to do the Dungeons and Dragons thing, where you basically just get the best cast ever, and you can't say anything bad, because everybody that joins, you're like, fuck, they're really good. They wouldn't yeah. join something bad. <laughs> It's like, God, I want I want good things for them. So I guess I have to support this now. So, I mean, we've got Barry on one side um, and he will probably end up playing, I can only assume, as Barry's very good at playing a bastard, the Emperor. Um, while Meskel mm. will be playing Russell Crowe's son. Um, <laughs> You're going to say he's going to be the after son of <laughs> Maximus Decimus Aurelius? <laughs> Yes. Oh, boys. Yes. He's back. 
<laughs> it's been 30 days since a movie pun, but we're back. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, Paul Meskel will probably will be playing Russell Crowe's uh, son. That is Maximus Decimus or Meridius, if you remember correctly. If you probably forgot, um, and what's going to happen is you've got two Irish lads. I have one question, Sean, in regards to this whole production. Um, yeah. What's the accents? What, what's the accent oh, situation? What's whatever going to accent here? they show up with on the day, clearly. You just... <laughs> I don't know if I'll buy either of them with an accent that isn't their own. I don't... It's not that I don't think they can't do it. I just think yeah. they shouldn't. No, I think for our amusement, maybe on the movie's benefit, it would be better if they did an accent, okay? But for me and Sean, and only me and Sean, I think those lads should come in... And Barry should go, you're fucking dead, mate. And then Paul should go, ah, lad, ah, for f- ah fuck's sake, yeah. that's fucking mad. Should matter killing a it's, load of lads. It's like you ran the script for Gladiator through an Irish slang dictionary. Is <laughs> I want that for, fair enough, do an accent, you know, a, a, a straight lace down the line version first. But yeah. then dub it over and have the two lads just do it themselves. <laughs> dub themselves. And, like, summarise it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he's doing the big speech. I am Maximus Decimus Aurelius' son, father to whatever. And then at the end, he go. it's just like, I'm great crack. <laughs> that's, that's the dub. Now, what I will say, the press tour for this movie is going oh, to be a delight. Oh, Barry, oh, Barry and Paul and Denzel on the press yeah. tour. Oh, Denzel, I'm assuming... And look, I know not him. We don't know who he's played. He's playing Paul Meskel's traitor. I, I can be. only guess. Could very well be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who else can we get in this movie? Uh, <sighs> Kerry Condon, get her in. Kerry, uh, Kerry I mean Oscar Dob- Sorry, Oscar nominee Oscar Kerry Oscar Condon. Nominated. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. Angela Bassett, get her in there. Why not? <laughs> uh, sorry, Oscar nominated, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan <laughs> Fraser. <laughs> I mean, there's only lo- the only logical thing you do is you have to cast the lads from the rest of the lads from Banshees of Inisherin and just call it a day. Just for a day out, like. Yeah, like, you, you bring it in Gleason, you bring it in Colin, and just being like, lads, go mad. And they could just be warriors in the back. Like, I think Brendan Gleason could play a shithouse, like, um, like an ass kisser to the Emperor, who is Barry. Could be. Yeah, and he's like the older dude, but he's still, like, subservient. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you think, like, because... You know the way, like, Seth Rogen has his whole crew and Adam Sandler has his whole crew that they all make You're thinking of an Irish crew? It's just just the Irish crew. It's just, like, everyone who is in Banshees of Inishirn and Paul Meskell. It's it's just the Boyos and Kerry. Honestly, it's a a fun group, it sounds like. It seems like a group you'd want to hang out with. We're just all so proud of them that the the more news that comes out about this movie, I think our little island is just like, fucking hell, lads. We're taking over. We've got we've got two good ones. <laughs> Think of all the houses we can build. Because <laughs> Gleason and, and Farrell, they've been doing it all themselves for ages. Yes. <laughs> Carrying it on their back for so long. Like Pierce Brosnan was around, but he doesn't have an Irish accent. You've got Liam Neeson. Um, yeah. Jamie Dornan, but he did he did Wild Mountain he Time, did so we Wild can't Mountain time. We did have Magneto for a while. That was pretty good. Fastbender. Um, the Fastbender yeah. years were good. Fastbender years were good. But now this is Barry, and this is uh, Paul's time. I just... 
I, I, I just want more Irishness in this movie than it has any right to have. And I think it'll be really funny if it does. You know, yeah, and keep the accents, that's all I ask. Or give me the accent cut. Can you think, can you imagine? I think Barry is good enough that he could do an accent. But I, look, I don't want to offend Paul. You expect nothing of Paul. I expect that's your nothing thing. of Paul because I think Paul is very good at playing the everyman. I think he's an but, excellent yeah. everyman. But, but he's also, he's Oscar nominated, Connor. He's oh, a no, very he's good actor. He's just excellent in general. I think I'm too close <laughs> to Paul. It's, it's like, you know, like when you're a friend, I think we talked about this, but like when your friend is a surgeon, but like you've seen him drunk in college. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, he's the best brain surgeon in the country. And you're like, yeah, he got sick in a bin. Like, and, and, yeah, fair enough. Like, you can't see him as a great brain surgeon. Yeah, yeah, the mescal effect, we call it. <laughs> We've seen him... And, and like in Bally Harness, like if we've seen him in sausages, in, yeah, in sausages ads here in Ireland, and it's just so hard that the rest of the world's like he's the fucking man, and we're like he is, but also not for the reasons you think he is. <laughs> what if he goes full Austin Butler and he just he speaks like Julius Caesar for the rest of his life? <sighs> would you support him if he got rid of Ah, Jays as I would? Jez, oh, no, Jez, no, he's... oh, Jays, you would, Jays. <laughs> He's still deep in the role, you know? <laughs> we just love him. <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis lived here for a while. we got to back him, obviously. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's plenty of... Everyone's Irish at the end of the day. Like. They, they all want to be. Um, so, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece. I don't know why, lads. To be honest, I live here. It's 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 all right. <laughs> it's grand. It's fine, like... Australia's nice. Canada's nice. <laughs> there are, a lot of us are going there, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it's a place to be. <laughs> um, so moving on to our next piece of news, Sean. And I love the fact we had a whole month and I just started with Paul and Barry just because I was like, it's Paul. Not even Denzel. Denzel's like, yeah, he's pretty good. But Barry and Paul. Paul and Barry. Um, but Sean, we got to start. We got to come next to a pretty big story um, in regards to Star Wars. Uh, and mm. it's been 30 days we've been away and I feel like a lot of people need an update on Star Wars reportedly losing writers once again and kind of falling apart behind the scenes with consistently trying to do new stuff have you just copy and pasted this from an old episode then? no because this is no, no, consistently the Lucasfilm story <laughs> so Damon Lindelof um, he is now not he, he was down to write the next great Star Wars movie um, and mm-hmm. he was brought in and they were like you're the man for the next project um, but a new report has said that both Lindelof and Justin Britt Gibson have stepped away from the project now so Star Wars has consistently now lost another writer for one of its projects that it had planned it was meant to start filming next year for a 2025 premiere now the movie is no longer happening and is in limbo this right. comes after Sean and why I bring this up is the fact that a few years ago we also had Patty Jenkins um, yeah. to, she was coming in and she was like I'm going to direct the movie great She's out, right? Her Rogue Squadron thing is done. Ryan Johnson, also out into the dust. Um, Kevin Feige was brought in, if you remember, a few years ago. I do remember that, And he was going to do his own Star Wars thing. Now it appears that his project is also in the dust. So, Sean, 
we go back to 20 we go back to like Alden Iden rocket right time of like solo when it yeah. seemed nothing was going right over there for any Star Wars stuff yeah but maybe this is all just um like it's just people blowing smoke at the minute because maybe it's good that they're just axing stuff and they're mm. just going to focus on what's actually good and works you know like true but yeah. i think i mean you did bring in ta- like kevin feige paddy jenkins ryan johnson they're a pretty powerful trio to just be like yeah no right taiko he he's still technically moving forward with his one but i mean that's also now iffy i can only assume if we follow the trend yeah which but i but i I think Star Wars and Disney, like for the last few years, has just been reacting to what has been successful. And mm. the most successful thing of Star Wars recently was Andor. Um, so maybe they're just focusing on, let's do more stories in that world slash time slash genre, you know? But that's just, and look, I, w- I don't want to put this onto them, but Star Wars and Warner Brothers have a lot in common, don't they? DC. They do seem to, yeah, biting <laughs> off more than they can chew, rushing like, things, not having a plan. And then when something works, they get, like, they hit on one thing they that works. They, on they They cancel everything else, and then they're like, right, we're going to make every project the same as that project, because that yeah. worked. DC did it's that like, with Deadpool, that wasn't now. even their project. <laughs> No, yeah, but they decided that was the most successful thing and would be the most successful thing forever. Ever. <laughs> forever. <laughs> so I just wanted to let everyone know David Lindelof is now, his movie is no longer happening, or maybe if it is, he is no longer involved in writing it. So it's meant to have started filming next year. Going to be difficult with no writers on board currently. Well, look, people have made movies without scripts before and that's always gone great. It's only <laughs> ever been good. <laughs> um, their output at the minute like with Lucasfilm it's very much Disney plus shows like you said like they have Andor mm. they had Obi-Wan Kenobi which I think that series should have been better than it actually was um, and yeah I had fun with it but yeah I get what you mean um, like I think it should have been I think we all expected it to be just amazing and then it was good and it's like uh, yeah. it's, it's good we it's all, pretty good we all expected like this dark thoughtful mindful think piece on what it means to be a hero and a Jedi and all this kind of shit and we just got like a little story about Obi-Wan and it's still fine and, and look and like it's it's absolutely fun and also it has the Vader Obi-Wan fight which is absolutely oh, excellent yeah. it's but so it's so fucking good but it's one of those when it came out we were like you brought McGregor back like you got the, the only reason you bring them back is if you got a 10 out of 10 script. Mm. We got six episodes. Every single one is going to be the last of us. We're going to fucking kill this. Just going to knock it out of the park, like. Um, and then, of course, you have the Mandalorian as well. So, like, they are very much focusing in on that. A lot of the movies, I don't know if they know what they want anymore. Now, I think they want Disney Plus shows with Favreau. Uh, but they also are like, yeah, but a movie makes a lot of money. But we just can't get mm. anyone to write a movie that we like. Because um, David Lindelof came out and has actually said that, like, um, there was... I will just say, for reasons that I can't go into on this Sunday morning, on this day, the degree of difficulty is extremely, extremely, extremely high. If it can't be great, it shouldn't exist, he said. I mean, yeah, kind of. But, like, I, with Star Wars, it's such a, like, 
it feels like it's something that should be handled with care, but it like historically just has not been ever. <laughs> so Damon, there's this. Your your quite good would be enough to, to promise. Like I don't think you're ever going to make everyone happy where Star Wars is concerned, but no. that's no reason to not try either. I've actually I, this is this is besides news, but I've seen a lot of um, the Last Jedi. Uh, like positive takes on Twitter recently with Ryan Johnson where oh. I think a lot of people are now like um, I actually think that movie was pretty good pretty pretty good I mean it's 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 better than the sky uh, the the final Skywalker or whatever the the last one is called well it had a it had a good better. message that anyone could be a hero and then <laughs> the, the tweet I seen was the, number 8 was anyone could be a hero and number 9 was lol joke there's like three families yeah. <laughs> fuck you oh no, fuck you <laughs> you should have known better <laughs> um, so Star Wars continues to just just confuse us never has someone dropped the bag more just like just make a good one <laughs> I suppose Make something good. Get someone good in and just have them do something and let them do it the whole way through. Don't interfere. And and yeah, just like Andor got great reviews. And I think it's because they didn't really, they were distracted by Obi-Wan. Like they had a new shiny tie with Obi-Wan and Andor was just quietly filming in the background. Just kind of like yeah. minding its own business. And then that's why that's really good. I'd be nearly sure that no one really knew what Andor was about, and so there wasn't they didn't they weren't informed enough to fiddle. Yeah, whereas there was probably guys with suits on the Obi Wan set. Being oh, like, definitely. We should do this. We did a survey. Yeah. Let's <laughs> um, check with the marketing guy. So uh, I want to move on to our next piece of news, Sean, and it involves the biggest man in the world, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. This is from mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Obviously, Shazam Two has now come out. Um, yeah. to not great fanfare in terms of people going to see it uh, not fantastic no, not doing well at the old box not doing office. well but uh, recently some news and reports came out about Dwayne Johnson that uh, during the Black Adam film he very heavily prevented all of Shazam, Shazam appearing in the movie um, and just in terms of he didn't want any connection between Black Adam or Shazam in his movie uh, or no. the, Go on. You're a DC fan, correct? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Are Shazam and Black Adam usually connected in any way? Um, I would say they are literally uh, the Batman and Joker or Lex Luthor and Superman or uh, or right. any of the bad guys. Mortal enemies. Guys, just kind of mortal enemies. I would say Wonder Woman, Cheetah, maybe. Um, maybe yeah, someone yeah, could yeah, kind yeah. of disagree in terms of Wonder Woman's big bad, but... Um, yeah, I would say if you got one, then normally when the other pops up in a comic book, you're like, oh, this is going to be a good story. We've got a proper <laughs> hero, proper villain kind of story. The idea that he came in and was like, we don't want to have anything to do with Shazam. Shazam's a fucking dickhead. I'm Black Adam and I'm, I'm the best. It yeah. seems strange and it's probably like, it's a unique story because it's not often we get a negative Dwayne Johnson report in terms of what's been going on. The most we got was, I think, with Vin Diesel, when the two of them had, like, a punch. They had their like, weird feud or kind of thing. Yeah, it, like, yeah. I think that was... And, and even then, I think, because people don't like Vin Diesel, they went, well, that was probably... That was just funny, and it's weird. Um, and also, Vin Diesel's a bit weird. But... 
this is one of those, the first stories I could remember for many years where everyone was like, yeah, he was probably just wrong. <laughs> like, that's not great. Yeah. That's not a great like, look. The, what's, the rumor that's floating around is that he wanted to set up like himself and Henry Cavill Superman as like the, the main events of the DC universe. Um, mm. Which is just... And like he, he just kind of burned bridges and shit to make that happen, and then his movie flopped anyway. And then Henry Cavill was, you know, let go as Superman. So it's all for nothing, mm. and he burned everything for no reason. And um, you're you're meant to apparently the mid credit scene for Shazam two was yeah. going to see uh, Steve, Zachary Levi's character join the Justice Society of America, um, but Johnson nicks the use of all black Adam actors in the sequel and said that they were not allowed to use it which doesn't make any sense no and why does he get that kind of say as well like why is he so heavily involved in another film that he's not even in that he wants nothing to do with like yeah it's just the whole thing is just really strange and it's just it's it it really gives off the impression of like two lads in the playground like punching punching the head off each other like these two guys and the school is on fire but they're like not concentrating on the fire they're like yeah I'm gonna get one over this guy there's just a big bang of desperation off the whole thing where he just wants to be uh, he wants people to take him seriously as an actor but he also doesn't play anything but himself but he wants Mm. to be the, the big hero you know yeah. Which Black uh, Adam isn't even a hero. Like, he's an anti hero, but not the way Dwayne Johnson plays. To be honest with you, he's a fucking dick <laughs> most of the time. He's an awful, awful man. <laughs> like, he's killed a lot of people <laughs> in comic book versions. the means kind of man. <laughs> like, he will just kill anyone that he wants, mostly. And Shazam's kind of like, guys, we should probably not kill people. And Black Adam doesn't Full like move. that. Um, no, Black Adam's. Like, I, like, I just. I, I don't. I don't like. Dwayne Johnson. Like I, Ooh, I know we have this feud with The Rock going for a long time, but it's just yeah. the whole bit of nicest man in the world is just really tired. <laughs> I think maybe you're just tired, Sean. Maybe maybe you become cynical in your old age. I've been cynical for ages. Like, have you listened <laughs> to any of these shows? No, no I, I think this is one of those that, like, he's just outright wrong. And I think... In, I think he went way too far. I, th- I think he came in with the idea of Zachary Levi's Shazab is shit. We're going to make a cool mm. one. I don't want anyone to anyone in related to this to do anything in relation to that because it'll bring us down. Because his idea was they're going to start off a, load, a lot more movies. Um, and it's yeah. just reading the room wrong completely because everyone was kind of like, yeah, but we don't even really want you because James Gunn just came in <laughs> like, like two months yeah. before this. <laughs> And just and announce what everyone was hoping would happen, which is a full reset, not limping along. Yeah, like you're, you're out anywhere. So if you're out anywhere, I mean, at that point, who gives a shit? Just let yeah. them appear. Now, maybe this actually happened. Because um, Shazam was meant to come. Shazam Two was meant to come out before Black Adam. Yeah, so maybe it did happen before the gun takeover. When I think The Rock was being told by executives, like you're going to be the lead with Cavill. You and Kevin yeah. are going to be the lead. We'll give you whatever you want. We're going to give you a shit ton of money and the two of you just carry it. Um, Even if the Black Adam movie was great, though, I don't know if I'd be excited for a Superman versus Black Adam fight. 
no, in that universe. Not, no, I mean, they lit, to go from Batman versus Superman to Superman versus Black Adam seems kind of strange. <laughs> and, yeah, and like Batman versus Superman was not good either. No, but like, if you, in terms of name recognition... Like, yeah, 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 you, yeah. You've got lower in the sequel, really, rather than, rather than better. Th- th- this is true. Like, I just... it's it, the The... the the Rock is simultaneously one of the biggest, most juiced men in the world, but also has the most fragile of egos, it feels like. It's just, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how, and it's also his PR team is massive, so the fact that they couldn't yeah. quell this uh, is kind of interesting to me. Well, Zachary Levi I talked about on Instagram and shit as well, didn't yeah. he? Like, he, he yeah, basically yeah. confirmed all of the rumours. I, I think Zachary's doing the old look over there. <laughs> He's not talking about me, guys. Not a great guy either, as it turns out. <laughs> Tilda Swinton also found out this week. Not fantastic. Okay. Look. look. <laughs> Who can say? Who can say? <laughs> okay, we're going to move on to our next piece of news, Sean. And we are talking about James Gunn's Superman. Because yeah. news came out in the last few weeks that D- James Gunn will be writing and directing DC Universe's upcoming Superman legacy movie. So... This is the movie that's going to launch the new universe mm-hmm. that he's creating. And I think we already kind of knew, but we didn't know. It was not announced who was going to direct it. It was just James Gunn's writing it. Um, yeah. And and I think but, when we went through like the upcoming slate, I think we were like, it would be really weird if he gets somebody else to direct that movie if he writes it. Because not only is it Superman, but it sets the tone for what the movies are going to be like that come after Superman. Mm. Um, And because Superman, like they're building this universe around this new all-star inspired Superman. Like if you're the, you, you want to get that right and you want to be like, no, this is what he is. This is what he's about and lay it all out. There's no better person to direct that than the person who wrote it. Mm. And, and also, um, uh, Conor McGregor, Tom King discussed, uh, the DC Studios Creative Committee. So what James Good has done is he's brought in a lot of comic book writers at the minute who work with DC, and mm-hmm. they're they're doing this thing called collaboration, and they're all going to be in sync with each other's ideas. So everything links up, everything makes sense, and all characters are all very similar. Which I mean, you could have done ten years ago, but <laughs> who gives a fuck? Look, we learn, we learn from these <laughs> things, Connor. Uh, no, that's great, and like having um, comic book writers in there as well you will get wilder ideas than a studio exec is going to pitch to you about how things can connect and what people will get on board with. Yeah, so what the idea is that apparently Peter Safran and James Gunn, they've decided that Gunn will be writing and directing it, but in terms of the creation of the DC Universe, uh, they have reached out to comic writers like Tom King, uh, but they've also reached out to a lot of uh, screenwriters. So they had a, a private meeting with a group of screenwriters and a few comic book writers to be like, right, start to finish, what are we doing? Where do we yeah. want to go with all of these characters? Big board. All right, here we go. And it's kind of good. It's kind it's, of a, a nice plan to make for an upcoming oh, universe. Um, in, re- in regards to the movie itself, Sean, what does this kind of mean in terms of what we can expect? Like, James Gunn is a very different director than, say, Zack Snyder, who we had for the last Superman movie. 
Yeah, it's it, it, the the tone is going to be a big thing. I don't think it's going to be like the Suicide Squad. I actually think it'll be closer to the Guardians Holiday Special, where mm. there's a lot of heart behind it and there's a lot of genuine, real emotion in it. But you can still have a good time watching it along the way. You know, and I don't think it's going to be spectacle where it's just them flying through buildings and shit like that. I think there'll actually be also, like interesting uh, character moments. Now, he has also said, I mean, if you want to get even better news, is that he's basing it off of, as you said, the All-Star Superman comic book series, which was from like, yeah. I think, 05 to like, I think it was just before New 52 came in, so maybe 08 or 09. Um, and the writer of that series was none other than Grant Morrison. Mm. So, I mean, if you're going to copy off anyone or get inspired by anyone, uh, Grant Morrison, one of the greatest comic book writers that has ever lived, you might as well just do so that he did. <laughs> Why not? 100%. 100%. Like, t- take inspiration, also take inspiration from more than The Dark Knight Rises and The Killing Joke, uh, or Dark Knight Returns, excuse me. Um <laughs> But, like, there's all these stories, and they're written by some of the best storytellers in the medium. So, like, yeah, take inspiration. Bring them on board. Ask them questions. How yeah. would you do this? Why did what you do they that? do here? What, what yeah. did you do in this situation? Why did you go that creative route? What do you have as your idea of Superman? Cool. What do you have? Cool. Let's yeah. put it all together. Let's make a fucking great Superman version, including no, all we're the not best doing- bits. We're not doing what if Superman but evil. We're not what doing Super- that again. What if Superman but sad? Oh, no. very nice. No, like, I think he's going to be just, happy Superman. Just make Superman as a nice man and he's just trying to do his best and the world's fucking shit around them. And he's just like, dude, come on. But he's also not sad about it. He's like full of hope. He's just like, we can be better. Not, Jesus, all these guys are dickheads. And I'm thinking no origin in this one. Everyone knows Superman's origin. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you need an origin. Um, it's also been kind of rumoured that uh, this Superman will be a bit younger, but mm-hmm. the Batman that they bring in will be slightly older. So and I do kind of like that idea. Um, yeah. I, I know it's been touched on Batman versus Superman, whatever, but like he's, if he's got 1% bad, we're going to fucking shoot him in the head, Kryptonite bullet. Um, but I, I like the idea of an older Batman who kind of knows his shit. And he's just like, yeah. who the fuck is this guy? I don't trust him. And not even like, he doesn't even have to be 60 or whatever. Like, he can no. be like a 35, 40 year old Batman who's been at it a while. Like, he's done some stuff. He's got a Robin now. And, and also, this, he like, knows what aliens are. Like, Batman should know that shit and like be okay with He's yeah. fought them before. Yeah, he's on board with it. Like, he's he's, he's fought weirder shit. Um, mm. And then... Like, you bring in this, like, 25, 30-year-old Superman, who's just that bit younger, and Batman not doesn't instantly perceive him as a threat and want to kill him, but isn't cool with how he operates, basically. Thinks he it's, should be more Not even controlled. that he's not cool, he just, he doesn't trust, he doesn't know what's going on. And he's kind of like, yeah. what, what's your goal? Like, What's your you end have, game? What's, you, you have just want to help the people, powers. no. Like, yeah. you have all the powers in the world. And, like, Superman would say, well, I just want to help people. And Batman, obviously, is like, 
nobody just wants to like because he only wants to help people so he's like no you gotta have a other motive what's what's the yeah. motive and i always just go back to my favorite one of my favorite comic book pals is or a few of them anyway is i think it's in super sons it might be in super sons when they're doing like a double date with batman and Su- uh, batman and catwoman and superman and lois lane and you have yeah. the two couples getting to the, the meeting point of where they're going to meet up and it's basically Batman telling Catwoman how great of a like how great of a hero Superman is he's like he's the greatest hero that's ever lived and Superman it stops the Superman he's telling Lois like Batman's just a man he's the greatest man that's ever lived and the two of them are just each other's biggest fans but then when yeah. they meet they're just like well well yeah <laughs> what's going on just like a stern <laughs> look and a handshake maybe like <laughs> but like quietly they're just like full of respect for what the other person brings yeah like that kind of dynamic is really really fun and you know when you don't have the characters become enemies straight away you get the opportunity to explore that kind of stuff Mm, maybe and you could build a sort of like um or i mean if you wanted to go another way you could have the scene where like i love uh, world's finest the animated movie Mm. um and it has that scene where batman encounters superman and Superman, like, peeks under Batman's cowl and is just like, Bruce Wayne. And he's just like, you fucking peeked. Um, yeah. And so what he does is he, like, he, like, pretends to fight him and he, like, flips him over. Superman's like, what the fuck are you doing trying to, like, kung fu me? Like, I'm fucking Superman. He flies yeah. home, gets into his apartment, and he, Batman put a fucking tracker on his suit. And Superman just looks out the window and Batman's, like, three miles away on a building with binoculars. And he just goes, <laughs> eh, Clark Kent, nice to see you. <laughs> he's just like, now you know. <laughs> yeah. Now we're on. Now we're on a level playing field, buddy. Yeah. Oh man, uh, I love it. Um, okay, let's see what happens. I'm excited. I hope James Gunn does a good movie. Uh, it's not often he does a bad one, so no. fills me with hope. So, yeah, maybe it'll be like Slither. <laughs> it just completely does Slither. Just out of left field, it's like a body horror kind of thing. <laughs> just disgusting shit. Um, we're going to move on to a story that I have specifically thrown in because Sean thinks that just because this show has gone monthly, he's gotten away from stories that I've thrown in just to annoy him. Oh, That's I not really the case, think listeners. That. I thought That's that was just for filling time no, back no, no, in the day. No, you, you no. revel in this. No, well, I mean, I just feel like you needed to know this story. It's very important. We've had We've had a long time. Only the best stories can make this true, Shaw. Well, a new live-action version of the Disney film The Aristocats is on the way. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Have we not learned that adapting cats into live-action? Bad move. Works so well. It works real well. Like, what are you talking about? Remember that movie Cats? I remember Jason Derulo looking like a cat, yeah. (laughs) I forgot Idris Elba was in that. Wasn't Judy Dench in that movie? Yeah, Judy Dench yeah. in it. T Swift was in it. Like T Swizzle was in it as well. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it, what's going on there, lads? Well, like we're now getting. So you remember? Do you remember the Lion King that did that weird like live action CGI? I've kind not of thing? seen either version of the Lion King, but yes, I do remember. What are you talking about? The animated one is amazing. Um, I know it is, and I've seen a bunch of like clips. I never watched the Lion King. You haven't lived. You have not lived. Well, have you seen the Aristocats? Yes, but like That's once outrageous. back in the day. <laughs> it's mad that you've seen the Aristocats and not Lion King. I think they had a book of Aristocats back in the day. 
Um, well, That's the Aristocats. Um, if if you would like to know, uh, it was a trailer on the VHS videotape of Batman and Robin. Um, I remember that. Was well. it now? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Interesting. It was pretty good. Interesting. It was, um, or it might, oh, it might have been the Power Rangers movie. It was on one of them. It was one of the trailers, and then the one other, of the two d- movies that you rented on repeat, nonstop. Or it was also uh, the other trailer was Baby, the Lost Baby in New York movie. That's in the Power Rangers video. Um, oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> random, random memorabilia. I can, I just have it in my brain. Um, but yes, if you don't know what a VHS tape is, I, I can't help you. I'm, I'm we, very we old. Were, um, we're too old you shouldn't be listening the, to this the Aristocats a live action version Sean how excited are you about this uh, new announcement not excited at all I've never been less excited about anything I don't think who cares about this <laughs> who likes the Aristocats so much that they want to see it in live action that they won't just rewatch the animated one yeah. <laughs> you need a live action version it's pretty good <laughs> like, so like, if you need a reminder of the plot, Sean, I have it here just in case. Please. I thought you, I thought you'd forget. Um, it's about a group of pampered cats living in Paris who are in line to inherit a fortune from their pet owner. But when their owner's butler jealously kidnaps them and abandons them, abandons them in the French countryside, they must join forces with a streetwise tomcat to get back to the city. It's, I mean. It's a fucking fantastic story idea to put in a live-action movie t- 30 years later. I mean, like, it's 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 wonderful as an animated tale for children. A storybook, perhaps. Uh, yeah. But why why do I want to watch... What's, what's, the, what's, what's better about this if it's real cats? Um, uh, I hope they bring back Jason Derulo. Like, what is it? I don't, oh man. I just, Imagine Jason Derulo constantly just appears in cat-based live-action movies. That's his, his, his writing. Anytime there's a cat movie, he has to be in it. His agent reaches out to them. It's like, Jason's in. What are you, ha- what are you offering? What slow down song are they going to use in the fucking trailer for this one? Oh, eh, uh, or is uh, there any Tom original Jones. songs in Aristocats? Tom, Tom Jones, Tom Jones Pussycat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But like, What's real slow, acoustic version. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. <laughs> no, what? You're entirely right. Yes. I'd bring in Tom. Give Tom a paycheck for doing that in slow version. Is he Tom's can still, still do going? It. Yeah, Tom's still going. Tom's still going well. Fucking, don't, I'm not accusing me of anything. Oh, but Tom, but just... Tom's fantastic. He's on the, the Vice UK these days. He's He's, he's living it up. 1940 he was born <laughs> Jesus Christ 82 years old and still fucking singing and dancing it, I, and he sounds pretty good for a man who's been singing oh, for at least oh he's still got it he's still got it I suppose he started he started low like he, he was low when he was 20 so he could just continue to be low that's true and also sorry Sir Tom Jones how dare you Sir Tom Jones yes I think I said Tom Jones first though but Sir Tom Jones um, but yeah we're gonna I just wanted to throw that new story in to ruin your day to be honest that's yeah, you have you've succeeded um, <laughs> well if you want some good news I have a um, follow up report on a story we talked about a few months ago and that is Blade uh, Maharsha Ali um, yeah. Oscar winner uh, not nominee winner, uh, winner. Um, he, 
he is being he is cast as Blade for Marvel Studios, a studio that never does anything wrong ever. Um, and he has famous. <laughs> he made, a lot of big wins these days. <laughs> nothing but net. Um, but uh, he has been cast as Blade and a few months ago it came out that they were maybe having a bit of a delay in production due to the fact that the script was absolutely fucking dog shit Um, and that is that was hindering them greatly didn't Um, wasn't there something like the script was 90 pages long and like a lot of it was just fight scenes (laughs) yeah um, and apparently the further news is that Blades um, Maharsha Ali had requested multiple script changes the script changes were every number for were all the time for a number of months because of Ali because he kept reading it being like this is really bad <laughs> and the setbacks to the production stage were over and over and over again uh, because the delays were just like every time they tried to film something Ali would then read the script and go, this doesn't work. Rewrite it again. (laughs) Here's the thing. If this story had come out five, ten years ago, I would put that down to an actor being difficult. Yes. Now I'm like, no, this is an actor who knows their shit and isn't willing to be taken for a ride on this and knows he can call them on this stuff. And the idea is because like he's one of the best actors working in the world, um, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's in a way that's like I don't think he's doing it because that's not my character. I think it's more no. like he's read a lot of Blade comic books and they gave him something that wasn't really good, and he was like, I don't think the fans are going to like it. And also, this doesn't make any sense because thirty yeah. pages from now you're going to do something different. This isn't like. Fast and Furious, we have a number of times we've been punched contract. It's genuinely just, no, this story isn't making sense. It's not true to the character. It's not tracking right. We can do better on this. Now is the time to do it and not Mm. just fix it in the edit. Like, genuinely, this is... uh, It sucks that it's slowed down, but it's a good news story and maybe they'll fucking learn a lesson from it. And I think, as you said, a few years ago, this wouldn't have happened, but because they're doing nothing but net recently, Mm -hmm. I think, I I think now, the actors, it's no longer a guaranteed win is the thing. Yes. It's no longer bound to be successful and make a bajillion dollars. Like, we have to make good movies if we want people because there was to see there was a few years after Guardians of the Galaxy when it was just once Guardians worked it was like well fuck it here we go like literally if I get signed on to any of these movies I'm making money forever it's absolutely yeah. perfect whereas now it's just if I get signed on to these it might be for a bit part for like two minutes yeah and I think the, maybe the Eternals. I think also plays into that because, like, they were the last, like, full-on, let's go with this. And that did not get received well. Um, And that had a very strong cast. Oh, it did. Like, and and then you had something like uh, Love and Thunder, which following on from Ragnarok, you'd... Surely that's a clear win. Surely you can just ride the coattails of what was successful before. No. If it's a bad movie, people will say it's a bad movie. Which I don't think 
happen previously i think it was like because you were in the phase of like even if the movie was only fight okay we're going to get to the next one and also a lot of those movies are real good um yeah i, I don't think there's there shouldn't be revisionist history to be like oh all marvel movies were shit all along it just took no. us this long to realize it they were all pretty strong for the like 22 27 movies. or so yeah 22 <laughs> like they're all pretty good like, like even the, the worst, worst of one them is tour the dark world yeah, and that's like it's not even that it's not the worst one now by any means. No. Um but like like I went back and watched that like a year or so ago. And like it's not at, at least it's a movie. Like it's not just trying to do jokes every 30 seconds. It's trying to tell a story. It's a bit messy, but it's doing its best. Like it's and it's complete, you know? You can mm. watch it on its own. And also what I would say is it doesn't really it's actually one of its negatives at the time was, oh, it doesn't do a good job of setting up the rest of the universe. But I actually mm. think that adds to its benefit when we go back to watch it because you don't have to look at all these things that are going on everywhere else. It's just, yeah. this is a movie and it might be bad, but at least it's contained in this one movie. <laughs> That's the thing. And like, I, 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 it's a joke on the show, like, but I like The Incredible Hulk a lot. And mm. going back to watch that movie, at least it's a full package. And you're in and you're out, and you have a bit of fun along the way, you know? I wouldn't say a bit of fun. I, I mean, it, it A load happen. of fun, sorry. <laughs> but we did watch it, and that is also over on the Patreon, if you want to listen to that. <laughs> um, we did review that as well. Um, but yeah, I just think stories like this are really... This is the first time in a long time that we've been hearing stuff like this. And it's because Maharshal Ali is... He's so revered as, like, he's really fucking great and also when he got cast everyone was like holy shit that's the best casting they could have possibly done for Blade yeah like it's it's I think he's got a lot of sway in what he's saying I did also read the news that apparently the Kit Harrington, the Black Knight stuff apparently a lot of that's being or most of it is being cut out of the Blade script mm. which look if it's drawing focus away from Blade fighting vampires and doing that stuff then absolutely get rid of it. Don't just shoehorn it in and there. And the more the more I thought about I think when we first heard that, we were like, oh, that's so cool. Like, Blade can train him. But yeah. if it is a first Blade movie of this thing, I think that's very difficult to do that balance of, like, get, unless you do the thing of Kit follows him around into all these dens, and it's basically like the Blade 1 movie with Wesley Snipes, um, where he's like, he's like, He's so experienced that he's telling our new character and Kate would be us as the yeah. viewers being like, oh, this is fucking weird. There's zombies, or there's not zombies, there's vampires everywhere. Yeah, that could work. Or you just have Kit show up in like the post credit scene and then he gets a special presentation on Disney Plus. That's his own mm. little story. And then he can that just I would watch. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Totally fair. Can't blame <laughs> No offence to Kit. He's a lovely man. Great hair, but I'm not going to watch that. Great hair um, on Kit. Oh, fantastic hair on Kit. Have you seen the that show? Um, is it Interrogation? Not Interrogation. What's... I've not seen... Oh, is it not... I know the on one Netflix. you're talking about, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's he, a Kit yeah, Harrington he, fucking... Yeah, it's just basically like 45 minutes of like de- them interrogating people about murders. And you find out about the case through context of them like telling them evidence and he, yeah. he plays a really great part 
like a really really good part he, he's in that to watch it. Um, he's in the UK version I think there's like a French version and a Spanish version and couple, oh. I've actually seen them all <laughs> I watched the UK one I was like let's watch them all come on just big into crime <laughs> big into crime um, so we're finishing off Movie Mondays this month Movie um, Mondays Connor. Monthly Movie Mondays mo- Monthly Movie Month, oh, we really need to send in your ideas for yeah. what it should be called. Movie Monthly Mondays? Monthly Movie Mondays? Movie monthly. Mondays Monthly. Movie Mondays Monthly. But then I suppose there's other Mondays that aren't. We can just call it Movie Mondays and just be like, yeah. and this is, and then next month we'll have another Movie Mondays. True, that is true. It's, um, let us know if you are confused. <laughs> yeah, because um, we are. We oh we so fucking are, um, but we're finishing off with I think some fantastic news, um, and this news what came out last news? week. A fantastic what? news, Sean. Interesting choice of words, Connor. Yeah, um, no, it's uh, no, I'm not talking about fantastic for. <laughs> oh right, okay, Jesus, just hot setting up for something there. They got a writer on with like Avatar Way of Waters writers coming in to do that. Yeah, yeah I, that's good. that's okay. what I thought the news was, and I was like, oh, we're finishing on that. No, that's no, no, cool. No, no, I guess. No, Sean, we we got bigger fish to fry, right? We got it. Um, the Batman Two ah. reportedly includes a live action supervillain known as Clayface. In a major role, if the report is to be, be believed, Sean. <laughs> Years. Ye- like, I think episode fucking 19 or something of this show, we pitched a Clayface Batman movie. Uh, that was, I remember being a child and being like, yeah. wouldn't it be cool if Clayface was in the Batman that would be such a good idea. And I don't know if that audio even exists anymore. It's got to be There's somewhere. a video. There's a video on the Instagram. You'll have to scroll back a bit for, to find it, probably. But there is a video where we... It's like a one-minute thing where we talk about it. It's... And you can also tell our different mics, because we were, we were literally, like, just started. Yeah, it's not good. No, the audio, by all <laughs> means, terrible. But the content, also terrible. But we love Clayface. So this is... Before Barry... <laughs> before Barry came along... <laughs> BB. Clayface was our big pitch for the Batman for eight for like for so long. We were like, you have a movie where the the Batman is new. He doesn't know what he is, which is yeah. something they did. But our pitch was the villain should be Clayface because he can be whatever he wants to be. He can constantly morph into somebody else, and yeah. Batman can't. He's just stuck there, and he's he has to grow. Yeah, and he has to accept both sides of himself that he's Batman and Bruce Wayne, which he hasn't quite done yet. As True. of the end of Batman One, he's most Batman. And then, and you had the great thing of like Clayface has this whole thing to him of like, no, you're you're still wearing a mask, like you're you're pretending yeah. to be something you're not. And he's like, he needs to deal with his parents' grief before he can actually fucking help people. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I don't know and, why it's taken this long. <laughs> Like, Clayface is an invisible villain they never touch, ever. But, yeah. like, it's it's something that I was always like, he's such a good villain to do in movies because he's fucking weird yeah. and he's icky. But he's also, and, like, I don't mean this as a pun, he's really, really adaptable, right? In yeah. terms of he can be whatever you need him to be. There's been versions of Clayface that he's just a disguise guy, right? Yeah, like, and there's been versions where he's good. 
There's been ver- yeah. now, the the version that I assume they're probably going to go is with the actor to Basil Carlo. Yeah, Basil Carlo. He's he's um, the actor on TV or in plays. He go- gets into an accident and he becomes Clayface, and he's like yeah. he's all about appearance. He's 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 obsessed with like not aging. And he's like, I, I'm going to be the best actor of all time. Like, he sees a wrinkle. He's like, they're going to kick me off the TV. Everyone on the TV has to be beautiful. And then he gets turned into a monster. Um, yeah. And now, do you, I don't know will they do Big Clay Monster in the Batman universe. Mm. But he could be like a disguise guy, could be a fucked up plastic surgeon. And then that's how you do Hush in the third movie. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know what way they're gonna do it, but like, I think it's fucking fascinating that they're even gonna go that way. Like, the first thing I always think of is uh, the animated series that might surprise you, Sean, for Batman mm. the animated series. It's your uh, main frame of reference for most Clayface things. Not even Batman. Thing, I mean, it's the, it's the best Batman. Um, <laughs> it's the iteration of Batman ever put on screen anywhere. But uh, they basically do a vi- episode with Clayface where Batman comes in and he's like in the TV studio and he's like being whoever he wants to be. Like he's just morphing into different people. And Batman's, the way he defeats him is like he has it on all the screens. He has the camera f- with the Clayface. Like he's like, this is what you look like now. Like, yeah. stop trying to be somebody else. This is, and Clayface goes mad because he can't accept the fact that he's now a monster. He can't accept who he is, and that's his undoing. Like, Which is, And he's the perfect villain. To, like, he's going to do bad things. That's a given. He's a villain. But he's one that Batman could, not, you know, rehabilitate and learn from lessons in the past where he's just throwing them in jail. It's like, this could be an effort towards, let's work on this dude and, like, help him. Yeah, and 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 because Clayface has been good in the comic books as well, like yeah, and he's been, he's been part of the the bat. I'm going to say the bat family, but you just mean like the like the bigger people like trying to help Gotham for the last few years in comic books. I don't know if he's got evil recently, but a few years last ago, last time anyway, you checked in, it was last time, a few years ago. I was reading like a Nightwing comic book, and he popped up, right? and he's right. like, "I'm with you guys. Don't worry about it." I'm like, cool. like how Poison Ivy is on side sometimes and things like that. Yeah, and like the Riddler was a good guy for a while because these characters are like you can adapt them to whatever you need them to be. Uh, it's not like Joker; he's just a, he's just an outright serial killer. Uh, yeah. you could you can do something interesting and you can still go the route of like Batman doesn't know what he is yet he he's kind of halfway there to where he's meant to be in this universe as we see from yeah. the first movie now we've got a villain who who can kind of change and Batman's got to change who he is and like become the proper hero while Clayface can be whatever he wants and there's like that mirror image also a really good opportunity for more detective stuff because if you have someone that you know looks different every time he commits a crime, you have to you have to go the investigation route hardcore into. Oh, I'm talking. Him. Pattinson's picking up patches of the clay at crime scenes, putting oh, yeah. it under microscopes, trying to figure out how it works, trying to figure out ways that he can stop it. Like he's got the big back computer in the cave, and it's just like, what is this stuff that he's made of? How do we make like how do we stop him and I would always assume you stop him with freezing him. Um, that's yeah. that's normally a good with way. Or like, um, 
There's also an episode of uh, the Adam Age series where Robin uh, follows a little girl and it turns out the little girl is actually Clayface. Um, Clayface is half dead and as his last resort he creates like a a tent of himself as a little girl and Mm -hmm. goes running for help to try and find out what's what's out there. Robin saves her and then finds out that she's not even a human. She's part of Clayface. But like she forgets that she's part of Clayface. It's a whole thing. What about the episode of the Harley Quinn animated series where Clayface's hand becomes sentient and becomes best friends with Jim Gordon? What about the part when he goes, Lady Gaga? Lady Gaga. Alan Tudyk, man. What a Clayface. I I don't know what you're going to do with this. I just, I know it's a good idea. And I also know Matt Reeves is a fucking genius. So let's just... See what he fucking does. Would you do Let body horror, or would you do like? I'm. I'm not. I'm going to say the other side of that is not body horror, but I don't know how yeah. better to word that. I think no. I think instead of like to use okay. So instead of the aliens from Slither, it would be more like the aliens from District Nine, where it's yeah. a realistic but different and strange enough to be uh, noteworthy. But it's not, you're not going there just to see fucked up clay face effects. And, and I mean, he could be going around, uh, what, what, what version of clay face we take? Are we taking Operation Gone Wrong? Like, he went, something happened when he was, he got injected by something uh, that would help him, like, be young forever? Or are we taking, like, falls into a big vat of weird shit? I think I think Operation Gone Wrong. I, you know, I think I think don't do the vat of chemicals in this universe. Mm. Maybe you get one of those. Maybe Barry already fell into it. Yeah, I, I think yeah. You do the actor. They have this last ditch operation that they're like is gonna heal you. But it it is also I understand it's a bit out there for this universe because yeah. this is a very grounded universe. So it's very difficult. Of I don't know how exactly they're gonna get around this because. We don't even know what exists in this Gotham Elseworld that's going on. No, yeah, like this is all we've seen. Like we have, we have one frame of reference for this. Um, but it, like that's kind of nice because it means you can do whatever you want and just build that into the universe. Then you can just scale it. Matt Reeves is the one doing it, so assumedly he knows what he wants the limits to be. And also, I mean, it works better if Batman hasn't seen anything like this before. And we're with yeah, him. We're like, the what the fuck is this? Because yeah. <laughs> you always have to have that moment in all Batman comic books where he starts off fighting criminals. And he's like, this guy's made of fucking mud. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, okay. Guess we're dealing with this now. <laughs> Guess we got to adapt to this. <laughs> cool. That guy's made of ice. <laughs> um, oh, um, class. <laughs> I think that's it for this month's movie monthly, Sean. Um, I think we think covered so. all of them. If we missed any big stories, please send them in. But we'll we probably won't get to them. If we're honest. <laughs> no, um, we have a, we have a whole another month to talk about. Come come May. So exactly, and also we've got Weird News Wednesday coming out. We've got Hero Zero. We've also got all those movie reviews over at the Patreon. We've got uh, Oscar reviews. We also had a listener hangout like last week. Um, lots of stuff got going on over there. Lots of stuff, a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, if you, it, it does help to support the show hugely as well. Like it helps us keep it going, do as much as we can as often as we can. Um, so uh, mm. just 
Quickly, thank you to actually to all of our patrons. Roisin, the wife, Palmer, Joe Burney, Russ, congrats, boys, since dropping your weekly movie show. You've only talked about movies in both Weird News Wednesdays. Parafit. Uh, we yeah, just love that's, them. We love movies so much now, Russ. Uh, <laughs> Waffles, David Clark, Sean Chuckle in the Wash, and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Anna Irish Wallers Forever, Helm Roos, Danny McLaughlin, You Are the Spark That Will Boil the Kettle That Will Make the Coffee That Will Burn the First Order Down, Lord Smith, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Frost, Ed Ball, The Adventures of Indiana Jones and the Franchise That Just Won't Die, Lorraine and Connor have swapped the order of their names to purposefully bamboozle Sean, Jackson Broomheim, Liz had a few too many on St. Paddy's Day, and Tipsley subscribed to the Patreon, and Kira Lawler. Thank you all. So, 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 so much for your continued support of the show. If you want to join those people, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link is in the description. There is a merch store as well. It's heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter's at Heroes for Hire pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Development's discussion group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Mean. <laughs> we shall see you all next month, guys. See you next month. Bye. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.